welcome to episode 158 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about how an unwanted fish is helping researchers understand food webs of the deep ocean in the Pacific, as well as the Atlantic. We're talking about the long-nosed lancetfish, the long-snouted lancetfish, or the Alepisaurus ferox, or the cannibal fish. I got a text from my mother yesterday with a picture of this fish. Never seen it before. Never heard of it. Had no idea. This thing's got massive fangs. Not only does it have massive fangs on the top, but it also has them on the bottom. You're looking at what is a terrifying looking fish. They grow over seven feet long and they have a sail similar to that of a sailfish. Um, automatically, I was like, oh, cool, you caught a sailfish like you did in Mexico. No, this thing's way, way different. So I started looking into it and there are so many things that about this that are just crazy. These guys grow over seven feet tall and they have a sail and yet you don't hear about them. Why not? I think because their meat tastes largely like crap. Nobody wants to eat them. They're basically gelatinous, jello type muscle. And people don't find it appetizing, so people don't eat it. And if people don't care about it, then it can largely go about its day. So what we find repulsive is probably saving this thing's life. The other thing about the gelatinous muscle, though, it means it's, it's not built for speed. There's no fast twitch muscle here. It just kind of floats in its column. And researchers absolutely love this guy because it will go anywhere from the top layer, the, let's see, what is that? The epipelagic zone. And it can go all the way down to the bathypelagic zone. And the epipelagic is the top water. The bathypelagic is anywhere between 1,000 meters and 4,000 meters down. This sucker can go deep. And it just floats around and they believe it just largely uh, ambushes things. There are some predators to it. Uh, yellowfin tuna, seals, cod, and salmon sharks are all eat these things. At least they've been found in the stomachs of these guys. But what do these guys eat? And why do researchers like them? So they are considered what's called a bulk feeder, meaning they will come through and they will scoop up as much prey as possible and put it in their stomach. But the problem is, is if you do that, you won't be able to digest it very well because you're bulk feeding. You're going to continue to bring in more and more and more, and it's just going to take forever. So what these guys do is they have what's called a blind sack. And that sack in their stomach holds all these guys so they can continue to feed until they go on basically a rest period. And then their stomach will start to break down this prey. But this blind sack is so good at storing without breaking them down that when researchers catch these guys, they will find food, prey, in these blind sacks that are basically perfect condition as when they were swallowed. And so they can go through and see how the food web is connected because they can tie these to all the different prey. But the other thing is because the lancet fish has gotten eaten by tuna or some other fish, a salmon shark, when they open up these guys and they find a, a lancet fish in there, they can then turn around, open up the lancet fish, and they will find prey. So they are linking 
all these different food webs and they are finding species that they have never found before and they're understanding how these connections are playing out and it's so interesting and these guys will just gobble up everything uh, anything from prey to plastics that's the other thing that the researchers are able to do is understand the trash how much is going through the system how much is floating down to the bottom how much is out there because when they open up these guys they are chucked full of plastic because they're eating anything from plastic bags rope uh, twine string plastic from bottles and even some zip ties and so researchers are able to look at all the different fish they're involved with as well as the amount of trash that's being pushed around in certain areas the other thing that makes these guys really interesting is they are hermaphrodites. Now, their reproduction is not well understood. They are different from other fishes because other fishes don't have separate entrances like these guys do because they will have one for the ovaries, but they will also have what's called testicular lobes, and they are independent, unlike other hermaphrodites. So researchers are looking into this, and what's so interesting is they are called synchronous hermaphrodites. And they, when they are adults, they possess both the male and female, which is not really well understood. They are also, made when they mate, the fertilization happens externally. So is there a possibility that if they release eggs, they can also release sperm and fertilize themselves? Researchers don't know, but that is such an interesting thing. I highly doubt it. You imagine the amount of inbred activity that would happen? I don't know. That would just be so interesting. But uh, researchers are looking into it, but they don't have a clear understanding of how the whole thing works. So that is all I got for the long-nosed lancet fish. Not very many found in Alaska. Mostly found in that mid area around the equator. But they go down as far as Chile and as far north as Alaska. They've also been found in the Atlantic. Anywhere from the top of the water to about 4,000 feet down. And they will spend the majority of their time in that deep, deep water. You guys should, uh, I'll throw a picture up on Instagram and Facebook, but you should look at them. They are amazing looking things. All right, you guys have a great day. Stay wild.